Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 3, Episode 24, Mr. Terrific. But is he, though? <laughs> is he? Or is he, like, Mr. Douchebag or something? I don't know. He's Mr. Idiot. Yeah, I know. That's right. Man, this episode, even going into it, we've had multiple people um, telling yeah. us their feelings on this episode specifically. Yeah. Like, I want to say, don't know. even since, like, we first started, people, like, like that's this is the episode. Yeah. I know, I feel the pressure. I know, right? Um, before we I get watched... too much into it, um, I wanted to apologize for a mispronunciation of a character oh. last week. Oh, uh-huh, who? A character, a name, not a character name, um, an actor's name. Oh, okay. Oh, so Michael Zabornak, um, his name, I called it Scott Jacoby. <laughs> Uh huh. It's Scott Jacoby. Jacoby. It's Jacoby. Oh. Okay. So Scott, I apologize. Thank you to our Instagram follower for calling me out, rightfully so. And well, Jacoby. This is an educational podcast, yes. so we're just learning. You know. Yes. Love that. Cool. Good to know. We'll be able to say it right for his last. Um, appearance next time we see him. Yep. Cool. Um, so do you want to get into adult education about this episode? Yes, please. Okay, like Mr. Terrific, not the last yes, episode. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Alright, so the description of this episode is, Rose must persuade a kid's TV show host <laughs> not to kill himself after he's fired. Which, <laughs> no! That's not what happens. I don't, I don't. Okay. I feel like th- that was written by somebody who saw the episode, like, years ago. Right. And, and that's what yeah. they remember. Which he wasn't even trying to kill himself. Right. Right. It was just, an, he, they assumed he was. Yeah. And he wasn't. And he specifically says, no, this is what it was instead. I mean, we'll get there when we get there, but yeah. no. Yeah, I... Let's just keep going. Um, This episode was written by Susan Harris, Terry Grossman, and Kathy Spear. And it was directed by Terry Hughes. Nice. All right, we have quite a few guest stars in this episode. We have Bob Dishy as Mr. Terrific, Lonnie Price as Hastings, Jody Price as Jody, John Woodard as Kolak. John Wheeler as Patron, Jim Hudson as Freddie, Raph Morrow as Bartender, and Ron Capra as Stage Manager. Wow. Great job. Thank you. (laughs) And this episode aired on April 30th, 1988. Nice. Which was actually like a month after the last one. I thought so. Yeah, we were in March last time. That's what I thought. 
Yeah, so there must have been a little, like, month break right before the season ended, because this is the second to last episode of the season. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so on this day, we have um, a couple popular songs. Whitney Houston, Where Do Broken Hearts Go? Um, Aerosmith, Angel. And then on the cover of Life magazine, um, I did a little bit of research on this, but on the cover of Life was um, a plane crash, Flight 225. And it was a horrible, it was a horrible plane crash. Um, I think it's like the biggest domestic accident in America. All the people on board died except for this little girl. And um, it was like 160-something deaths. It was awful. Oh, wow. And it was the pilot's fault. It was the pilot's fault. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, That's terrifying. And did the crew die, too? Literally everybody on board died, including two people on the ground. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Except for the little girl? The little girl on the plane was the only one that survived. Oh, my gosh. That's unbelievably traumatizing and terrible she spoke out about it um in 2011 um yeah she spoke out about it but yeah pretty pretty insane that's that's, Um, wow yeah and then on the so the crash happened this on this day It it was on the cover of Life magazine. Um, Oh, okay. It was... Let me look at the cover really quick. Because it wasn't like a picture of the crash. It was the anatomy of a plane crash was the title of that um, that issue. So people were probably really like fascinated by it. Yeah, yeah. So, very interesting. Um, It says, why... Little Cecilia. Oh, so it was about the little girl. It says why little Cecilia survived and the other 154 died on flight Ugh. 255. Wow. Yeah, so people were also curious why she was the only one that survived. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy how, like, horrific, terrible things like that right. are, like, fascinating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, like, just disasters. Like, people are so interested in what happened so mm-hmm. much so that it became a time cover you know yeah for sure like for that is and how terrible for that poor little girl yeah yeah that it must have blown up like that yeah um and then on well, the what cover, else what else then on the cover of time magazine um we have <coughs> michael eisner and mickey mouse and michael eisner he oh. um was a businessman and former chairman and chief executive officer ceo of walt disney world so what was the reason that they were on the magazine cover so michael eisner was on the cover because he um it says why is this not smiling on the cover and then it says because michael eisner's magic has transformed disney into a three billion dollar kingdom okay so he is the ceo that like took disney disney was not doing well like in the 70s and early 80s and then this guy yeah came in and like turned it around that's so interesting because like it's like the disney that we know we don't know disney is failing we know disney as one of the um 
what did I le- I learned all about them in um, a lot of my comm classes. There's like mm-hmm. um, like eight or there's like a few co- conglomerates, like huge, huge, mm-hmm. huge companies. You know, they mm-hmm. own so many things that's not just under the name yeah. of Disney. You know, it's just like a yeah. monster corporation. Yes. So, yeah. wow, good well, for him, I guess. the guy that did it, so, yeah. The man responsible. He is the man. When I well, say the besides, man, I mean, like. Besides Walt. Well, yeah, but, like, when I say the man, I mean, like, <laughs> when they say, like, the corporate man, you know? Like, stick yeah. it to the man. This is the man. This is the man, exactly. Also, like, the man behind, like, the Little Mermaid, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. And all those big ones of our childhood. Wow. Well, like he's the one who green lighted, green lit all of those. That's really cool. Yeah. Those were so, our like, movies. Because he did all of that. Like, that's why Disney is the way it is today. Yeah. Wow. Well, do you want to hear some fun facts about this episode? Sure. You know, this connects to the Golden Girls because now the Golden Girls is owned, like, by ABC, which is in in coots with Disney. They're all under the same name. So, yeah. All right. So, um, although actually seen for less than five seconds, Don Woodward plays the actor who voices Kolak. One episode earlier in Rose's Big Adventure, Woodward plays the crooked contractor in the beginning. Uh, yeah okay i did not make so that, that connection was, what? was that the last the episode before episode? last okay 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 yeah uh-huh. the guy who wore a suit when he was uh you know doing his thing building things yeah okay so bob dishy the guy who is mr terrific originally worked with b arthur in a 1972 episode of all in the family which served as the pilot for maude uh-huh. isn't that cool I love that. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's very cool. I really like that connection. Yeah, that's really cool. I know. Um, another one is like a, uh, uh, a like goof. Um, there's an obvious stunt double when Mr. Terrific flies with Rose. There's even a close-up of a face of someone older than Bob Dishy. I, I found this fact before I watched the episode, and I kind of had a hard time pitting that down because i didn't really have his face that well memorized i could really tell oh really yeah oh that's funny yeah (laughs) um and then my favorite fact is mr terrific's name is never spoken in this episode that i don't believe that i listened for it all the time they never did he says it oh i guess he spells it he spells it yeah, he spells terrific, and then he, um, and then he puts it, you shove a mister before the terrific. He spells terrific, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. No, what, like, his real name. Like, oh! like, like Bob, or whatever, you know what gotcha. I mean? like, okay, 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 like, <laughs> I'm with you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You know his name isn't actually Mr. Terrific, right? (laughs) That was painful. I apologize. I was like, does she know? Does she know? (laughs) No, I I didn't. Oh my gosh. Um, I kind of have a fun fact for you. Oh, you do? I do. Okay. When I was watching, um, when I was watching it, Uh when they're talking to the director of the show. Okay. 
Um, that's Hastings. Oh yeah, that punk. Um, the actors is Lonnie Price. Okay. And he is in Dirty Dancing. Oh. He is the um, the like the owner of it. His son, the one that dates baby. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Was this before? Or this was this was after Dirty Dancing. This was after Dirty Dancing. Cause, yeah, cause we, Dirty yeah, Dancing. yeah, 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 because we've talked yeah, about the yeah. song. Yeah, that's really Around funny. Around the same time, to be honest. That's pretty cool. So this was at his, in his, in his uh, peak, I guess. I don't know. All right, Jenna. Are you ready to talk about this episode? I guess. Well, okay. Um, We're just going to go right off the bat and say we did not like it. Yeah, and you know, this kind of is a good bridge between... Um, Golden Girls and my facts, because just like across the board, I mean, there's a few people out there who like this episode, but this mm-hmm. episode is universally, um, not universally, but mostly in the Golden Girls yeah. community recognizes one of the worst episodes of all time. If um, not the on on IMDb, I found a Reddit post about this on IMDb. This mm-hmm. um, episode, it did, it, not including. Um, any episode that's like a um, uh, a clip show or um, mm. empty nests. This episode mm-hmm. I, is is the worst ranked on IMDb. Yeah, and why do you think that is? I don't. I mean, it's not good. Like by all means, it's not good. But I mean, it doesn't make me angry. Like what I'm thinking like, of is like. Um, the truth will out the episode with the will and Rose's daughter mm, like this mm-hmm. episode didn't like make me want to like strangle someone I think yeah I think <laughs> the problem with this episode overall is like what was the point of it yeah I tried to do not like good research but like just in right. forums and like Facebook pages and stuff like about this episode just right. to see what people had to say and there were, yeah. there were actually some comments that mentioned and I couldn't find any real evidence of this so like take what you will from what I'm about to say um people were kind of alluding to this being like an idea for a spinoff Mm-mm. yeah yeah, so, like... I what? honestly thought that, like, what if this was, like, especially it being, like, the end of the season or whatever, like, yeah, what if it, they were, like, trying to see... Yeah, it yeah. seems like but, it. But, like, what would have been the spinoff <coughs> part of it? Like, him? Him being old or something? I don't know. And, like, being know. retired? I don't know. But, I mean, if you think about it, it kind of makes sense because, like, the the set that they used, it was this huge, big, like, yeah. glittery set it with was a, a big rainbow. And, yeah, they clearly put a lot into it. And, like, I can kind of go with that theory because, like you said, they did this huge set and they spent a lot of time yeah. with him being, like, the main part of the yeah. scene. Yeah, none of the girls, like, when I was thinking about what who I wanted my, um, I almost said Mrs. Terrific of the episode, my lady, yeah. who my, oh, la- no. my lady of the evening, um, I mean, I couldn't even really think of who I really wanted yeah. because no one really is in, like, it is mostly about Mr. Terrific. It truly is, yeah. Okay, maybe maybe we're starting to find some ideas. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I All mean, right, so where does this episode start? So it starts off with um the two like kind of side plots, where um the girls are in the kitchen and we find out that Dorothy is trying to get a summer job, um mm-hmm. and Blanche needs a new bed. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, two very pressing needs. Absolutely. Uh, a lot is going on. I mean, back then, they didn't pay teachers over the summer, right? I don't think so. Okay. Um, At least the way Dorothy it acts. Seem like it. Okay, it it now, seems like she's not paid when she's not working. Well, she is a substitute, so, so that makes sense, I guess. Well, I was just about to ask, is she a teacher or is she, like, what? I don't know. Is she a long-term sub? Like, what Some, is she? Sometimes they say substitute. Sometimes they say English teacher. Sometimes she just says right. school teacher. I don't know, man. Yeah. She's a general um, educator. Yeah. I I don't know why I always had such an issue with that. Like, if you're going to teach, like, and maybe that's just because I'm, you know, with the world of education now. And yeah. Like, like, are you, if you're going to teach, teach. Don't just dilly-dally or... I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just us being really close to that job. Um, yeah. I guess. Well, she wants a summer job. Do you... Okay. Do you know... Do you know have teachers at your school who get a summer job? I know teachers at my school that have a part-time job, like, now, like, while they're teaching. Yeah. Would and you... they do it more in the summer. Yeah. Would you go out of your way to, like, have a whole separate... Like, not one during the year and you do more in the summer. Like, would you do that just for the summer? I I actually got a job one summer. Oh, really? Um, yes, it was... I actually don't know um, what you're talking about. So, like, I'm, I'm, I don't remember. This is funny. Well, it's funny because it never happened because I got it summer 2019, but I got pregnant with the twins. Oh. And I was going to be super pregnant in the summer because twins. Yeah. And so I decided. Wait, what was the job? To. Oh, my, the job was going to be, I was going to be the, um, I was going to scan cards at a pool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I do remember that. Okay, cool. And I got the job, but then I got knocked up and I felt bad because, well, I didn't feel bad, but um, I like got the job or whatever. And then I had to say, oh, wait, um, I'm pregnant. I can't take the job. Yeah, sorry. And I had to tell them, I literally called them or I texted her like, literally on the way home from finding out that it was twins and I was like you cannot tell Rudy because he does not know oh gosh okay you cannot tell your father like you cannot (coughs) tell him because he has no idea and um yeah so Dorothy needs a uh, summer (laughs) (laughs) so it's just fun to talk about that sorry um (coughs) well that's what's going on with the girls and It had been, I know we talked about this last week, but it had been so long since I had seen this episode. I thought they were just going to drop the whole summer job thing. Like, I had no idea what it had to do with. I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought Mm -hmm. the only side plot was that Blanche was getting a new bed. Um, And then the girls are all in the kitchen, and Rose comes home, and she's like, I met Mr. Terrific! Woo! And, you know, they all think that she just means, like, the perfect guy. But um, she literally means a... The literal Mr. Terrific. Yeah. Which is a little weird because, um, well, there's a few reasons. But um, one thing that gets me. Okay. Okay. Like, we're just, I'm just. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Um, so Blanche doesn't know who he is. I don't think Dorothy knows who this guy is. But this guy has literally been on the air for 22 years. 
Right. It apparently is such a staple. But he also right. films in Miami. Like, he locally films. There's a studio right nearby that Rose can visit and Dorothy can work at. Mm-hmm. And they have no idea who he is, but people are so loyal to him that they're willing to quit their jobs because, you know what I mean? Like, is he like a Mr. Rogers kind of situation? That's what I kind of thought. Yeah. Um, But then, like you were saying, like, why don't Dorothy and Blanche know about this guy? Yeah. Or are they, like, do they know him, but they, they just didn't understand, like, that's what Rose meant, is she yeah. met this guy? Well. But no, but she explained who he was and yeah stuff. yeah yeah it's it's bizarre and well another it's thing another thing about it too is once again we're supposed to feel like he's this big like mr rogers guy but when mm-hmm. rose talks about meeting him at the mall nobody mm-hmm. was in his line mm-hmm. she was able to talk to him mm-hmm. for so long because there was something else going on at the mall that people were a bit more excited about well if you remember like the rate the show ratings were going down yes Yes, that's accurate. So that probably had to do with that. Okay, okay, I can accept that. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, people still know who he is. Yeah. They just might not be, like, into meeting him. Yeah. But then, I don't want to skip too far ahead. It's okay. Well, just, it, just go natural. Okay. So, we also learn later on, like, they hire Dorothy's position. That is for... Mm-hmm. Like, getting the ratings of the show up. Like, mm-hmm. was the sh- Like, <sighs> the show has been going on for 22 years the same way. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, and she's hired, I guess, to make the show more educational or engaging for kids. Like, how did the show go on for so long if it wasn't? Like, what? I don't. Well, I, don't... I mean, with that, my, I mean, we don't teach kids the same way that we did 20 years ago yeah so in that time it probably needs to be updated okay i guess what's just confusing to me is the stance of the show with mr terrific is he good at what he does or is he not good at what he does right yeah i get that yeah or i mean i guess we're just supposed to think he used to be good at what he does Mm -hmm. and it's going downhill i guess well he seems like when we saw him you know filming and interacting with some of his you know co not co-workers but co-actors yeah what did you um, think of the show like watching it um for me it seemed like mr rogers um kind of you know how mr rogers like bumps around all over the place yeah i um, but it he seemed like a very cranky old man. Yeah. See, the thing about Mr. Terrific, and I guess this kind of takes us back to where we were, is he's not a charming person. No. And he is not... He has become his character. Yeah. But his character but isn't his even... his character isn't... His... I guess... They've kind of morphed into each other, and now he's a grumpy old man, so it's not working anymore. Okay, I can see that. We we actually get to meet him. He comes to the house when Rose, like, introduces him to the girls. At this point, they've been dating for a little while. And this scene, like, cr- like cringe. I... It's so weird. Okay, what put... I know specifically what put me off. What put you off? Or do you want me to tell you what I thought first, and then you share? Um... I mean, just his overall, like, him sometimes talking in third person. Okay. Um, 
and him, him, like I said earlier, just him becoming his character. And yeah. Talking like that. And, but yeah, you tell me yours. Well, you're, I agree with you there. Like Rose doesn't even, she introduces him as Mr. Terrific. Yeah. But I think that kind of makes sense in that, um, he's so tied to his character that he mm-hmm. like, you know, is driven to extreme measures at the end mm-hmm. to like keep his character alive. Like, I think you're right that he, I think we're led to believe that he has morphed into Mr. Terrific, I guess. Um, But what put me off was when he came in, Mm -hmm. he never addressed Rose. Like, he walked in and his body language was, like, he was ready to meet the girls. He doesn't greet Rose. You know how usually the guy, when they walk in the show, they, like, hug their girlfriend, like, oh, mm-hmm. Rose. And then they're like, oh, like, nice. Like, they then they walk over and address the roommates, like, right. hi. He, like, walks in with his body facing them. And, like, it was really weird. It felt so unnatural. Like, he was, like, he was so into him being a celebrity yeah just disregards rose yeah he was so ready to meet the girls like oh these guys are so excited yeah they're gonna be meeting a celebrity yeah or i mean you're giving him a lot of credit that that's his character because i thought wow this actor is like like ready way too early to address the other characters oh that's funny yeah yeah i mean it could have just been the character i i I feel like it was the character Okay, I can I can get down with that. I still didn't like it though. No, 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 it's awful. <laughs> um, I do like how Dorothy Dorothy comes in to meet him too, and and Rose is like, Dorothy, this is uh, Mister Terrific, and she says, "I'm Mrs. Depressed." Like, I yes, that was a good one. I thought that was kind of funny, even though I yeah. don't get why she's depressed. Okay person okay me and dorothy are very different people the reason she's mm-hmm. depressed it's because it turns out her job is going to be the arts and crafts coordinator at a camp um i i wouldn't mind that but also like dorothy you didn't ask about the job that you'd be doing mm. and also you have three... that's what i was like i was like you didn't ask about the position before you yeah accepted it. yeah and you I'm had glad. two other job offers like what are you doing right 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 uh, like why did he... yeah i don't i don't feel bad for her in this situation i don't either like, i'm sorry that you're upset about it but maybe you should have asked more clarifying questions before you accepted the job i know and she i feel like they should have set her up in a worse position to make us actually feel bad for her instead of having right. her at the beginning be like oh my gosh i have three leads oh like i don't feel right. bad for her at all yeah. like fine just yeah. get one of the other jobs that you were offered right right cool mm. so um this kind of segues into Mr. Terrific offering Dorothy, look, not offering her a job, but offering her an opportunity for a job where this seems like a mm-hmm. fun job. The job is actually to be like an educational consultant for his show, mm. which I think must be so much fun. Yeah. Because when I was watching his show or like the segment of his show, I was like kind of doing what Dorothy's job was where I was like, is this educational? right like what value are kids getting out of this right um so yeah i think that job sounded really cool i would have liked dorothy to do that for a little while and i would have watched that Mm show (laughs) sorry (laughs) oh my goodness so uh we actually get to see the mr terrific show Um, you know, Mr. Terrific's out there with his little alien creature and Mr. Policeman. I did, I did, 
I did like the joke, the running joke, about Mr. Policeman showing up as Mr. Yeah. Mailman. And they dropped yeah. that joke a couple times. I can, I can give credit yeah. where credit is due. I thought that was funny. That was good. Especially with the way that the episode good. ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, they spent a lot of time on the actual show. Like, we spent two or three yes. minutes watching him speak to us as if we were yes. little kids. So yeah, I I can't believe like going back to last week's episode, like Lorraine and them. Yeah, like how could they give Mister Terrific this much screen time? I know, and not give Michael or Lorraine. I know, like absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you there. <laughs> I just I I. Maybe the point of it was to get us engaged and us invested in him as a character and their show. Right. But I wasn't. I thought, wow, what a crappy show this must be. (laughs) Well, not only that, is that it's a children's show and this TV show is geared towards... Yeah. Adult. Yeah. And like, it would have been better. I don't think that was okay. I think it would have been better if maybe he had done all of this, but we had seen it from Mm -hmm. Dorothy's perspective where we're watching him talk to the camera and like Dorothy maybe doing some stuff and making some jokes about him. Right. And he's still doing what he's doing, but we see it from Mm -hmm. like, it would have been more interesting from Dorothy's. And there would have been a more like opportunity for jokes too. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Where were we at this time? Yeah. What were we doing? Ugh. So. We were a star. We were stars. <laughs> so Dorothy yeah. decides, like, I mean, she's written down a few ideas that she wants to change mm-hmm. the show. Um, nothing really specific is mentioned. I wish they had specifically said, like, what what she wanted to change because... We don't really know which suggestion she has. And the next thing we know, Mr. Terrific has been fired, apparently because of Dorothy's suggestions. But we as the audience don't know what her suggestions were. So, like, what did Dorothy say? I kind of always assumed, and this is never really said. Yeah. But it was more, and I feel like this could have even been a better angle, that Mr. Terrific didn't like any of the suggestions and just... They were just like, well, if you don't like them, then just... Oh, you know. I've kind of... They do say that, you're right. Ever, they ever said that. No, they did. He, he came home. He came to their house afterwards and said, I've been fired because of Dorothy. And then after the right. commercial break, he says, um, they suggested these changes. I said no. And then they fired me. Okay. He does okay. say that. I didn't know if he quit. Because he didn't like the suggestions, or if he was fired because I, he wasn't going to do those suggestions. Ooh, I don't specifically remember if he said, I'm out, or yeah. if they said, well, they get out. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know either. I can't remember. Yeah, but it's all pinned on poor Dorothy. Yep. And Dorothy's like, I'll try and get your job back. And it's, I know this isn't important, but this part is so weird to me. Mm-hmm. I don't, he just is like, okay. Well, I'm going to write down my contact information and I'm going to give it to you. And then you call me if, if you figure it out. I just thought that setup was really weird. I don't know why. No specifics. I just, I didn't, it was just awkward. Yeah. 
it was. Yeah. And, I mean, Rose, Rose is kind of, I hate to say this, but she's kind of a, a, a no one in this episode. She is, and it, it really bothers me how much, I think all women should be upset at how they made her just... She was so swoony. Yes, and she just lost all of her personality just because she met this guy. The only credit I could give her is, Mm -hmm. or where she at least stayed true to her character, is Mm -hmm. she always gave Dorothy the benefit of the doubt. True. She kept saying, Dorothy will get your job back. If you know Dorothy, she's working hard for you. But other than that, she was like, Oh, Mr. Terrific, isn't he wonderful? Yes. Oh, I came to see Mr. Terrific at work. Oh, Mr. Terrific, like, it, it was, I mean, it was weird. Just, I did not like that. And Rose is so much better than that. I know. She was just she so swept up in the character. Guys. Yeah, she doesn't usually let guys, like, do that. Yeah, and maybe it's because he you was know? a star. And she yeah. loved his image, sure. I guess, which is pretty shallow. But she doesn't. Even, she calls him Mister Terrific in their relationship. Yeah. So later, this other scene is weird because okay, it's like a one minute scene where Dorothy shows up, and I and I specifically say it because it's the most chaotic like minute of television. Mm-hmm. But in a bad way. She walks into yeah. the set and this whole thing is like everybody's running around and they're mm-hmm. like, our host isn't here. And she's like, oh, I know where Mr. Terrific is. And they're like, no, it's not Mr. Terrific. And she's like, oh, who, who mm-hmm. is it? And they're like, oh, it's Mr. Policeman. And he's going to be the mm-hmm. guest, but he's not here. And she's like, oh. And then they find him. And then he's like, no, I'm loyal to Mr. Terrific. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it was so much like, I was trying to figure out what was happening. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, there's not really much to say about no. this. It's just, it was chaotic. It was too much. It was just. It was really hard to follow. Like it was so unnecessary. Yeah. Me too. Like, you could have easily simplified it. Like, yeah. they could have even have just said, like. They could have even just said, no one is able to host the show. Everybody is loyal to Mr. Terrific and no one wants to go on and he's not here. What do we do? And then they shove Dorothy on, you know? Right, right. It could have been a lot less steps. Because at this point, you know, I take pretty, like, I take notes during the show. And I was, like, trying to type as fast as I could. Like, he's here, then she's here, then he's not going to go on, and then blah, blah, blah. Like, it was a lot. (laughs) But then it's like, I guess they meant for the chaos to be happening because it was chaos. Like yeah. It's about to be a live show. And... Yeah. But they can do chaos. And they have done chaos so much better than mm-hmm. that. They've written chaos better than that. Yeah. I thought this was just not easy to follow. Um. So Rose goes to find Mr. Terrific. He's at a bar and he's really upset. He's drinking some orange, what's looking like orange juice. Um, and he's really bummed and Rose is insistent that Dorothy's gonna, you know, figure things out. And then in that bar, the children show, 
in the bar. I know. And the thing is, is I would have accepted it had they not had Blanche say something about the show and Mr. Terrific. This was earlier in the episode when Blanche says the thing about, oh, I don't watch your show. I know how to brush my teeth. So that eliminates all possibility of adults watching the show. Maybe, right. like, I could have bought it if they didn't say that. But even then, why was it on in a bar? It's so bad. Maybe the bar is like weirdly loyal to Mr. Terrific because the guy, when he leaves to go save the show, um, the guy is like, oh, Mr. Terrific is always alone when he comes in here or whatever he says, you know? So maybe they're just weirdly loyal too. Yeah. Or maybe like he asked them to turn it on or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Because he goes there frequently. I don't know. That's my only like. Well, no one said anything, so we're just, we just have to figure it out ourselves, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) So, he's, they both see Dorothy on the show, and they go back to, um, confront, he goes to, I don't know, they go, he just says. They go to the studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. And Rose thinks that (coughs) he's behind her, but he isn't. Yeah. He is going to pull his little stunt. Yeah. And... It's so bizarre. So he's, and once again, this is a whole other set that they never use again. So maybe, maybe, I don't, maybe this was, I don't know. Maybe this was another set that they used for this episode. And wonder, I don't know, like, like a spinoff. I don't know that theory. Um, And he's basically, they're kind of talking him down like he's going to kill himself. But he jumps off the building with Rose in his arms because it's actually a stunt. And he's, like, drawing people in to the idea of Mr. Terrific being a superhero again. Yeah. And. That was cool. (laughs) You can't. This is a. This podcast is an audio medium. So I'm staring at Jenna with a look of, like. (laughs) Uh Okay. It was a good idea. Like, that was a good, like. I don't know what how to say it. It was a good thought, but they could have done it better. Okay. Like, if Mr. Terrific is trying to publicize his show uh-huh. by flying around the building or whatever, he probably should have checked with a couple people before he jumps off a building, but I guess he wanted to get the news on him and get, okay. more, cam- get more cameras or something. Yeah. But how did he, like, set up the wires and stuff? I don't know. And when? And also, physics. Physics. How did he not drop Rose when he literally jumped off a building with her in his arms? Well, that wouldn't have been hard. Not that I've ever done that, but... No, there was no way. (laughs) If he had a whole full-ass human being in his arms... Like, no! And also, the direction that he... I'm sorry, I feel like at this point I'm just trying to find things to, like, mess with. But, like, I can't help myself. The Like, he jumps down, and then Dorothy watches him swing to the side. How did he get to the side? And they're swinging... How did they not hit the building? Like, when they were swinging around... Like, I don't understand, Jenna. <laughs> <coughs> I know. It, it, it... 
Yeah. I guess we're supposed to suspend our disbelief because of the magic of Mr. Terrific, but there's no magic to Mr. Terrific because he's not a cool guy. No. He, he, he's not. He's very not cool. He's kind of a, win- a loser. He's a loser. Yeah. And it's not like he even shows his superpowers in his show. Like, him flying is a part of his show. It's not an action show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. maybe if he had saved her with the power of, like, the ABCs or something, you know? I don't know. Learning! <laughs> I feel like this episode could have been good, but it was not no. good. <laughs> it just... Uh, I... Well, what's funny is we haven't even mentioned the side plot. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Well, do you want to wrap up the Mr. Terrific plot line and then go to that? Well, yeah, we can do that. I mean, he gets his show back. Yep. Yep. And, uh, And are they together? Do they end up together? I think so. Yeah, because they're talking about how he caught her and she's like, I knew he would never drop a lady or whatever. And then we just never hear from him again or watch another episode of him again. Nope. Okay. So, um, Blanche bought a bed at the beginning (laughs) of this episode. And, um, her thing is she ordered a bed and Mm -hmm. then a bed that she loved came Mm -hmm. instead. But that bed was way too pricey for her. And Mm -hmm. she kind of goes through this Brady Bunch moral dilemma of whether or not she should let them know and it's a bed like do they accept returns for beds like the frames of beds i'm sure they would but okay there's another show that has this plot isn't there well yeah i'm sure there is i literally think there's an episode of friends about this oh so in that episode um Phoebe signs for the bed, the race car bed that's delivered, right. but the issue is is that she signed for it and accepted it, and it's not the bed that Monica wanted. Okay. okay. This one is like, they delivered the wrong thing, and I only paid for the... Like, mm-hmm. to me, this is such a Brady Bunch thing, because the Brady Bunch oh, has, sure. you know, like, honesty and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. she could literally not say anything, and it would be fine. But right. I feel like this is more of a Rose problem. I feel like Rose would actually right. struggle with this, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think Blanche but would I actually guess care. a bed. Yeah. They gave it to Blanche. Yeah. Well, in the end... She's just, I mean, there's not even really a resolution. She's, like, so upset. She's being dramatic about it. And then Mr. Policeman from the, I almost said Mr. Ha Ha. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Mr. Policeman from Mr. Terrific comes and and there's, like, a whole bit about him, like, going into bed with her because she thinks he's a real cop. And I, I'm not going to lie to you. I really liked the ending of the episode in that way. I did, too. I thought that was really funny. I did too, and I loved how he was swinging his handcuffs around. I thought that was a great ending. I know, I, I, I truly liked that, and I, I, I agree. Yeah, I will give credit where credit is due. Yeah, that was good, and it was a good tie back into the other plot. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan of that running bit, and they said mm-hmm. that thing a couple times. So I, they did. Chef's kiss, not yeah. chef's kiss, but like, good on him. Oh my gosh. Thank God that's over. I know. I'm so sorry. I feel like at a point, I I went a little feral. And um, mm-hmm. 
I was looking for things that were wrong about this episode, so I know I was being, I know I was being nitpicky at a point. But with an episode like that, there's nothing else to do because the plot is so boring. I know. And that's what you do. And who cares about Mr. Terrific? Like, right. If this was about the girls, like, I'd be down. Right. Right. It wasn't even about them. (sighs) No. It's everybody watching this train wreck called Mr. Terrific. Yep. Um, so... Do you want to hear the Blanche count for the episode? Yes, I would love to hear that. Okay, so I counted three men. Um, Marshall Hershkovitz. Um, I don't remember the context of this, but she name drops him earlier in the, um, when she's talking about her bed, I think. Um, second is Roger. Because she goes back and, and looks at the bed. She's like, is this the bed? Like, to see what was delivered. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's the, the oh, Sophia says, the enormous thing in her bedroom. And Rose says, oh, Roger's back? Like. Oh, yes. I loved that. That was, was funny. Like, that was hysterical. Yeah. And then, of course, Mr. Policeman. Yeah. So. Th- I loved that. I, I also loved it so much. So good. And also, he's dressed as like a British cop. Like the helmet. Mm-hmm. I, I said what I said. He looks like he's in Mary Poppins. He really, truly does. <laughs> okay, so um, let's see. What's next? Um, um, do you want to share your lady of the evening since this is an even episode? No, I don't. I truly don't have one. Do we have to pick one? <laughs> well, it's um, the rules. We, we have to. It's the rules. It's the okay. rules, Jenna. Um, <laughs> um, I guess it would be Blanche. No, because I don't like how Blanche has that plot. I don't think it was good. Like, like it didn't really fit her, except the ending. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick Sophia, I guess, because she had all the good jokes. Okay. I respect that. Um, I mean, she had all the jokes about, like, Rose being a debt, Blanche being in bed all the time, and so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm just going to pick Sophia and move on. Yeah. I'm going to pick <clears throat> Dorothy because she was trying to do right by Mr. Terrific in the show. She was. She and was. I just thought she was boring. Yeah. I, I agree. I think she was the best of a bad situation. I'm just going to pick her. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And um, I think her job sounded really cool. You know what, though? She had a bad attitude about that other job. Ugh. She did. But I'm gonna and pick... that's why I didn't pick her. Yeah, I'm going to pick her, even though she did have a bad attitude. I'm going to pick her. This is like in the Great British Baking Show, when everybody does <laughs> really bad on the technical, and they have to pick a winner. So yeah. they, like, applaud. And the judges are like, no, don't applaud them. Nobody did well. They just did the best out of all of you. <laughs> Right. So that's how I feel. <laughs> um, so what would you rank this episode, Jenna? Two. One. Two. Two. Two? Okay. Because of the ending. I know. I was also thinking a two. Maybe a three. Nah. I'm going to go with the two also. Yeah. The two points are also for the ending and for a couple of the jokes. Yeah. Same. Because there were some decent jokes. There were. Maybe like four. Maybe. So, 
Um, what was your golden moment? Share a golden moment with me. Um, Rose is talking about psychologists, like, she was trained in psychology back in St. Olaf, and Dorothy goes, that doesn't count, Rose. In St. Olaf, they think that <laughs> Freud is a way to cook chicken. Jenna, that was my golden moment, too! That's a good one! It was uh, so funny, because they're like, um, like, I think about, like, the the Sven's accent, and I... Yes! How he would say fried, like, he would say yes, Freud. exactly. And so... So I, freaking funny. I actually laughed out loud, and I don't always laugh out loud. I thought that was right. really funny, so... Normally so I would good. pick something else, but I, I will also no. go with that. There wasn't much to pick from, but that no, was a good one. that was truly a funny line. Yeah. And, was. yeah. Um, cool. Well... We got that over with. We've never had the same one before. No, because, I mean, there were some funny jokes, but that one, I I heard it, and I wrote it down, and I thought, that's my golden moment right there. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, then. Yeah, so, um, next week, we will be talking about Season 3, Episode 25, Mother's Day. I love this episode. I love this episode. I love this episode. I love this episode. Great. Now I feel like I have options. I love this episode. Do you love this episode? I do. I really do love okay. this episode. Okay. I'm kind of mixed on it. Of course you are. I'm sorry. It's not my favorite that I, I remember. I like the clip ones that I like. I don't like the clip ones that you like. Except like the bedtime story one. So... Goodbye. 10 out of 10. You think it's going to be a 10 out of 10? Okay. Um, I think it's going to be like a 6 or 7. No! Oh my god. Jenna, I could be wrong. I've, <clears throat> I've, I've eaten my words. You will be. Just you watch. I've you admitted defeat. I could do it. I could. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to 6 or 7. I'm going to stick with it. I can't even think. I can only think of one clip from the show that I remember. I know me too. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I can't. There's no way. Oh, wait. No, I can no, think I of two. I like it, though. You, you think you're going to like it? I know I'm going to like it. Okay, fine. Then I guess we'll talk about it later. I'm excited. Well, I'm not. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank, thank you for being a friend. friend.